Well, we celebrated you this past weekend. You're one of the men and women who get up every day, go to work, put your pants on, come home, eat dinner, go to bed and do it all over again. Rather than allowing a factory to close, uh, American Giant decided we got to keep people at work. We have to take we, you when you take pride in your work, you take pride in your community and, and everything else. They started producing high-quality American clothing with American cotton and American workers. For Independence Day, they created a t-shirt that said American Made across the uh, state. I'm told a few remain. They sold them again uh, for Labor Day. And it says at the hem of the t-shirt, when you buy American Made, you create jobs for the people who sew, cut, factory workers in the towns and cities all across America. It's more than an income. It's pride and purpose. Get your American Made t-shirt at American-Giant.com slash Glenn. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Mark Meadows has just pleaded not guilty in the Georgia election case. We'll have more on that coming up in just a second. Also, I really want to talk to you. We're going to get right to the phones. 888-727-BECK. We begin in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you, there is um, growing alarm. The GDP data has been revised downwards. The jobs revised downwards biden uh bidenomics is all that we told you it would be it's wonderful isn't it the federal reserve is now saying had the guts to come out this weekend and say you know with the with the job numbers actually going down and the price of things going up and people not having savings and living you know, hand to mouth. This is actually reason we may not have to increase the interest rates. In other words, what they've said is we've destroyed enough jobs and destroyed enough wealth in the average person that maybe we don't have to keep destroying it. That's that's what they're doing. And I have to tell you, if we go to war or we have some really bad shock, you're going to see our dollar take a nosedive. Already, today, we just got news that our deficit is twice the number that we thought it was. We, you know, we have a debt, a U.S. debt, but the deficit is the yearly debt. How much money are we taking in? How much are we spending? And then what's the deficit? Joe Biden with Bidenomics said, oh, it's going to be a, a trillion dollars, and that's a good thing. Celebrate. No, as it turns out now, it's $2 trillion this year. Not a trillion, so we've doubled that. What do you think that's going to do? Please call Goldline now. 
help them or let them help you navigate through the choppy waters here of the unpredictability of our economy. Goldline can help you for uh, for every tube of the quarter ounce gold Mayflower rounds. If you secure one tube of them, Goldline is gifting you a 25 Mayflower rounds in silver, but also topping uh, 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 throwing in another 25 in copper absolutely free. Grand total of 50 bonus rounds. Keep this in mind for every 25 quarter ounce gold Mayflower rounds that you get. Incredible deal. 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. All right, let me go right to the phones. Rosa in California. Hello, Rosa. Hi, how are you? I'm very good. So, I am so freaking honored uh, to finally talk to you. I always uh, um, imagined me um, dragging you into this mission I had in California when I came here as an immigrant, as a Dutch farmer who saved the world starting in L.A. Mm. I always thought I would share my American dream with you, but never I thought it would be when it turned into this California nightmare. (laughs) So you came from uh, Holland. Uh, You're a Dutch farmer. Why did you come here? And when? Oh, that was... In the beginning, it was love. No, when I was eight years old, Ronald Reagan said, let's make America great again. And I had a box of country and Western records that I was listening to, and I wanted to be an American cowgirl, and a little bit I know. Yeah, so you moved to California, and California was, I would imagine, fairly good for a while. When did you start to question your move? When I uh, thought it was cool as an agricultural activist and accidental city farmer at that point, um, Garcetti dragged me into some Green New Deal BS (laughs) um, stuff. I realized I was being used to play the green card, and it was kind of, um, I was interviewed for the LA Times about how I obtained the URL makeamericagreatagain.com and um, they turned it into this hit piece when I didn't want to play that I was this Bernie Sanders babe mm. and um, they turned the end of the article into that I was some crazy white trash Trump supporting butcher that would butcher my own favorite sheep which wasn't even true but it was kind of a revenge of those people on the LA Times. So you were the original owner of MakeAmericaGreat.com? No, strange enough, I got it before Trump got elected. I got it in September. I got it from a lady who was the original owner. Uh, she had it for two years. She was a lady who in the Midwest. And she put it on eBay, and I found out through some back records. My brother was a professional hacker, so I learned a thing or two. <laughs> Look in the back record. Um, and I found out it was kind of this hidden auction that I thought I got like into, and I thought it was super cool that I was playing with the big guys. And I was there uh, waiting for the day, and nothing happened in the 10 minutes before the auction on eBay was over, and I ended up... 
being in Croatian, I actually had an inspector. I was trying to fight for the city farm with Eric Garcetti, actually, the court case I, I mentioned. I, I, I had an inspector outside, and I thought, these people need the bus to move because I want to know who's <laughs> going to own this website. So I okay. do something there and show my projects to save the day and help people and homeless sheep wagons and the the, clu- the, the cheap solutions to fixing homeless problems and right. that L.A. can't afford. So anyway, long story short, I ended up bidding $5,000 that I didn't have. You can read all this in the L.A. Times yeah. and look up my, my name and, and farmer. And, and then it happened that I own it and my whole family neighbors, everybody turned against me just for owning the website. Did you sell it to Trump? No, I've been sitting on it, and people call me crazy. I lost my friends, family, my home, everything over it, and I'm hustling with my kids on the street, but we're on a mission, and we can, We have dual citizenship. We can go back to Spain or to where I grew up or to Holland, and that's what we'll do eventually, but first I do want to show them and that was my main question to you. Like, so much time I've been trying to teach them the art of never giving up and right. go for it. And I've had so much loss, and they've seen me suffering so much. Basically, since since they were born, it was not good for them, the situation. And then we lost our home in 2018. I've been so- living with them in a car on the streets in L.A., and now I want to teach them the art of giving up, like, how do you do that? They're like 10 and 11, and how do you switch to that? And how do you actually right. bow out, bow so, out, bow out? So let me, let me, let me see, see if I have this right. Um, it, you are, uh, you've taught your kids not to give up. Now you want to teach your kids that it's okay sometimes to give up. Um do I have that right? Yeah, but still, I don't want to leave America. You know, I, I was taught to leave a place this, at least the same or preferably better than how you find it. Right. And I don't want to leave this place with all my plans and dreams and people that invested and helped from all over the world and in the background have been supporting me and waiting for me to to expose, you know, this corruption I've been doing yeah. in the well, like, I want to show that, but I don't need to be in America if we have dual citizenship and we can go back to okay. Europe so, and we can do it remotely. All right. Rosa, uh, thank you for your call. I think um, it's a very complex uh, question. Um, the name of my company is Mercury Radio Arts. And the reason I named it that is because one of my heroes is Orson Welles. At eight years old, I listened to War of the Worlds and I listened to The Shadow, which starred Orson Welles. And I loved his ability to paint with his mouth. He could he painted pictures with the words that he spoke. And I always I just was fascinated by him from eight. And the more I learned about him, the more I learned, don't ever give up. Don't ever say it can't be done. He did amazing things for a while. At 23, he was on Broadway. On At 23, he was 
uh, uh, you know, directing his own theater. Uh, biggest star on Broadway, biggest star on radio, 23 years old. But by the time he was 35, he was he was pretty much he had set his course for the rest of his life being kind of a disaster. And that's because he took on something. He took on Citizen Kane and uh, wanted to tell a story that everybody said, don't do it. It'll destroy you because it was about William Randolph Hearst, the most powerful man in movies and and radio and everything else. But he did it anyway. And then he couldn't let it go. And it destroyed him. He fought the good fight. And because it didn't turn out, he felt wronged. And he could never go back. He couldn't get past it. And so he couldn't build a future. I love the fact that when somebody says, oh, you, you can't do that. You'll never be able to do that. Every time somebody has said that to me in my life, pretty much I've done that. But there have been things that they have said, you can't do that. And I found out, oh, you know what? Uh, they were right. That didn't work out really well. And you move on. You can't keep beating the same drum over and over again. So if things aren't working for you, find a different way. Find a different uh, path. Don't keep going back. It didn't work for a reason. Figure what that reason is and move on. Otherwise, you'll never grow. All right, back in just a second. Judy wrote in about her experience with a relief factory. She says, I'm amazed. The next step uh, on my knee was getting it replaced. I'd been through all the injections, but there was nothing help helping. I tried relief factor. When I did, I was able to remove my brace and walk without pain. Then I ran my own experience and quit taking it. I did that too. Within three days, I was back to the brace and barely walking again. I am still taking it every single day. And you better believe I'm singing its praises. Relief Factor exists to give you back the life you love. Try the three-week quick start. It's $19.95. It's a trial pack. You don't feel it in your body, so you'll do the same thing that I did and Judy did, and that is, all right, it's not this. It's something else. Oh, no. No, no, you stop taking it, and you're like, oh, yep, 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 it is. But it's a good testimonial builder. You know it works. Relief Factor. Get the quick start. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. 800, the number 4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. 800-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. Go to Frank in Pennsylvania. Hello, Frank. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. So uh, my first question is, where's Bill O'Reilly? But that's not my main point. <laughs> my main point is um, so many times on other channels, the, the left-wing channels, uh, we hear things that are demonstrably untrue. The Reeds, the, the, the Chuck Taz, all of these people say things that are just not so. You can prove it. 
why can't or or don't people like your like yourselves call them out by name say look i'm going to say that you are lying to the american public on the air and i challenge you to come on to my program and 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 talk about it and 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 discuss it uh well for a couple of reasons we don't do that uh frank um and it's the reason why we play the sots uh, or the uh, sound of them saying what they do say on their shows and then and showing you um first of all they wouldn't come on the show um i've asked many of them on the show at times to talk about it uh and they won't uh because they know they will lose um but i also don't do it because it won't be honest it will be about winning or losing and um you know martin luther king was very clear you don't solve anything if one side feels like they're a loser um and too many people will not admit that it was a loss. They, their minds won't be changed. They'll just walk away feeling like a loser. You have to change people's minds and hearts. When you're talking to somebody who has a great deal to lose their credibility, A, they're not going to sign up for it. B, they're not going to have an honest conversation. So it just goes down the tubes and if you have a good conversation on the air and that side loses or this side loses most likely what's going to happen is you're going to find something to bitch about and say i actually won he's just a dirt bag and then it spirals out of control the only time i don't do this even in my own personal life i meet somebody who is absolutely convinced that they're right and they're to the point to where you can't question it. It's just you're an idiot. Are you one of those Trump people? I, I just stop talking to them. You need to talk to people who are still willing to change their mind if evidence is proven. And you should always be this. If evidence is shown to you that proves you're actually wrong. Most people won't do that, and certainly the talking heads won't. Michelle, welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Hi, Glenn. How are you this morning, sir? Very good. I just wanted to take a moment to say, first of all, thank you for all your messages and thank inspiring you. us every day to do a little better. Um, and I wanted to think, I wanted to mention that I think we were, as you all, as you say, a little ahead of the game on your revival you did three years ago. I think more of us are ready to uh, accept God's calling today. And I think you help us um, identify that a little bit. And um, I just wanted to say, please don't give up on us. Keep oh. going. And maybe we can, you know, put together a revival with some of the young talent that hasn't accepted your call yet <laughs> um, or something like that. Uh, but I just wanted to let you know, you inspire us to do better and you motivate us. And I'm one of those ones that God's called to the line to say, get up and move, girl. And you're part of that calling, so I thank you, sir. Michelle, I'm I'm so grateful that you would call in. What what is it that you are supposed to do? I don't, I'm not sure yet. I know that I've kicked a few uh, unproductive habits out of the way. I've started putting um, God's word in front of me, um, asking Him to use me. I'm ready. Um, not sure where the calling's taken me yet, but I'm definitely Good. ready. And um, and I just don't want you to give up on us. I think three oh. years ago, maybe we weren't quite ready on the revival, but maybe we're getting there now. Well, Michelle, um, 
I, I, I sure appreciate your phone call. Um, and there's not a chance I give up on you. I, I feel the same way, you know, Stu and I were talking last week and I had a, a meeting before the show early this morning around six about, um, you know, I don't know, you know, I, I needed to listen to you today because I didn't know if I had anything of real Im, import to, to give to you. And uh, so it goes both ways. We won't give up on each other. There's too much to do. I appreciate it. The revival that we did three years ago, do you remember what that is still? Because we did the American revival, but that was like 12 years ago, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Where we went from city to city. Certainly a lot of the restoring events, I think, had that sort of theme. Um, But I don't know. I'm not trying to think. I'm trying to think of which one she's speaking of specifically. I mean, I think that's been a theme of the show for a long time. Yeah. And it. uh, that vibe at times has been, I think, out of step with how people have felt. You knew that going in, though. That was. I remember you. I think it was you. Somebody asked me, what are we doing? The, Glenn, <laughs> the country is not. And I'm like, I know. But someday they will be. Mm-hmm. And hopefully this will. They'll remember this. Um, we, we are going to. Uh, we are going to do a covenant. Um, and. I keep going back and forth on when it should happen. Right now, it is scheduled to happen the week before Thanksgiving. But making a covenant is a serious, serious thing. Abraham Lincoln made a covenant. Uh, George Washington made a covenant. The Pilgrims made a covenant. And it's serious. It's better for you not to be born than to take a covenant and then not do it. Um, And uh, there's a lot... To um, there's a lot to making a covenant, and I just want to make sure that you know this audience knows what a covenant is and and how important it is that we will promise to be His people and and He will be our God and turn to Him and say we're going to give up these these things that we're doing, whatever it is we're doing in our own life, and. We need your help to heal our land. And that will work if we do it. We'll talk more about it coming up. The Glenn Beck Program. Thomas wrote in about his dog's experience with rough greens. He says, I have two huskies. I have to admit, I didn't expect much, but I, I thought that's nah, got to be a gimmick. But I got the free bag. I'm a believer. It's been Three weeks, and their fur looks incredible. The excitement and stamina is overwhelming. Thank you so much, Rough Greens. Thomas, I hear you. I had the same experience with Uno when I tried it. Even though he's slowing down now, I still it, I think it gave Uno the best years of his life. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. You sprinkle it on the dog food. Remember, brown food is dead food. Green food is alive. If it's uh, healthy for your dog, it's most likely in Rough Greens. Folks at Rough Greens, confident that your dog's going to love it. They have a special deal for you. Just go to Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. Or you can call 833-GLEN-33. They'll give you your first trial bag for free. All you pay for is shipping. 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. 833-GLEN-33. It's RoughGreens.com slash Beck. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. 
You know, I'm, I have something up in my, uh, in my studio that my daughter gave me. Uh, and it is a quote from one of my favorite people. And it says this. You are good, but it's not enough just to be good. You must be good for something. You must contribute good to the world. The world must be a better place for your presence. And the good that is in you must spread to others. In this world filled with so many problems, so constantly threatened by dark and evil challenges, you can and must rise above mediocrity, above indifference. You can become involved and speak with a strong voice for that which is right. Gordon B. Hinckley said that. I I like the ending of that. You can and you must speak with a strong voice while still being good. Let me go to Sean in Virginia. Hello, Sean. Hey, Glenn. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Uh, I got a story for you of thank you to you and then also an answer to a question um, a few weeks ago, you asked if we should stay and fight in our local area or if we should move. Mm-hmm. So we were in Colorado, uh, just north of Denver, and I saw kind of the writing on the wall, what was happening during COVID. There was a lot of changes we didn't agree with. So yeah. I was listening to you. My father had introduced me to you, hmm. and I was, I was listening to you and kind of paying attention to what you were saying. And it led us, my wife and I, to prayer, and we prayed really hard about it. And we decided we were going to move. Um, I'm from Pennsylvania originally. And we were going to move back to the East Coast. Um, So we were looking at Tennessee. God kept shutting doors in Tennessee. And we ended up, this was after the election of Winston Sears and Governor Yunkin. Yeah. Uh, We ended up in Virginia, in central Virginia, in the middle of the country, Mm -hmm. the Blue Ridge Mountains. We were able to buy 20 acres here. So that is one thing that we felt like if we're going to move, we're going to stay and fight where we move to, mm-hmm. but we're going to be in a place where we feel comfortable that we can stay and fight. So we moved from a 10th of an acre to 20 acres. Wow. The story of thanks happens with, because of you leading us to prayer to be able to let us move. My father actually passed away four months after we moved. And because we moved, we were only um, three hours away from the hospital that we were able to go visit him. Wow. Um, so, because of the way that you spoke into what you were speaking, let us just go to a different area, fight for where we are standing now. And we were also able to be with my father as he passed away, which was totally unexpected. So thank you. And it's my opinion, as far as the question goes, that if you're not in an area you want to be, then move to an area and stick it out and fight it there. Because like I said, a 10th of an acre, we didn't feel comfortable on, but 20 acres, we feel very comfortable in staying where we are to be able to provide for ourselves and also fight. Sean, thank you very much. Um, I appreciate it. I'm uncomfortable. I mean, I'm not because I think I know what you mean. Um, but uh, I'm uncomfortable having it on the air, you know, stand and fight. We are, we, we don't need more fighters. We need more protectors. You know, somebody comes across your property and, uh, and tries to take things or whatever. You have a right to stand your ground. Uh, so you might want to consider because of the world, the way it is today, I feel comfortable on my 20 acres to stand my ground. Um, by the way, the, do you know, the number one state people are moving from, you'd think California, right? 
That would have been my pick, yes. Yeah, it's not. New York? Nope. Illinois? Yes. Mm. <laughs> Illinois. Bad. Uh, Illinois, California, New Jersey, Michigan, Pennsylvania. Those are the top states, mm. not even New York, top states uh, for outbound in 2022. Well, Cuomo killed most of the New York residents, so they can't move yeah. anywhere. Yeah, I mean, mm. that was, you know. They, anyway, all five have a Democratic governor. Now, the inbound states, top five, Arizona, South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, Texas. Huh. It's weird. What story could be told from that information? I don't I don't know. I, I don't know. You could say, well, maybe people like warmer weather. Yeah, California's known for its crappy weather. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't fit. What's your other piece of analysis to that? Because it's interesting how this keeps happening over and over and over again. And a lot of it has to do with okay. the policies. So here, well, here's what I was going to say. What they have in common, those are all great states that people will move to with their crapping voting. And they'll say, I want to get away from Illinois. And they'll come there and then they'll start voting for the same people that wrecked their state. And so these would be the, the is that what they have in common? Mm-hmm. All states yeah. to be wrecked by mm-hmm. people? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> it is fascinating, though. That's because I think what happens is people, no one wants to blame themselves. Right? No one wants to blame themselves for problems that happen around them. You you want to blame somebody else. That's that's natural. So I think what with a lot of people is they vote a certain way, they get these policies, it ruins their communities, they hate their communities, they decide to move to a better place, but they don't blame their votes nope. for those problems. Nope. They instead say, well, it's uh, it's the economy. Oh well, it's the well our. our you know, the industries that built this economy are no longer the the industries that are successful. We need to go someplace else. Um, there's a hundred different excuses you can come up with, but the one you're skipping is the most important one. You know, one, a lot of the reason why people move, why Tennessee of all the states in that region? There's other states in that region you could pick that have similar weather and similar. Oh, they don't have a state income tax. It's a big part of the reason why you'd want to go there. Right. There's a lot to love about Tennessee, but that's one thing you really like. Florida, same thing. Texas, same thing. Hmm. Right. I wonder why people go to these places. So you saying that Illinois with 12.9 <laughs> in, in tax. Suboptimal. Glenn. Suboptimal. Yes. 12.9. Suboptimal. Huh. Mm-hmm. Now, New York City is the top of the list of huh. cities huh. where they're because that is about 12.5 percent. Yeah. Uh, tax, uh, uh, taxes. That's that's weird. Right. And and think of how this problem is growing right now for these states. We've always talked about this. Right, Glenn. People will leave these blue states with high tax rates. They'll go to uh, to red states with lower ones. This has happened all across the world. They've left France when they raised taxes like that. But that was before everybody was working at home. I know. No one goes to the office anymore. I know. Like, there were reasons you had to stay in New York. If you were in finance, you had to be there. You don't have to be there anymore. So in a poll of New Yorkers, not New York City, all across New York. Okay. Okay. What percentage says they're planning to leave in the next five years? Planning to leave. Planning <laughs> not to leave. I consider it, but planning to leave. Planning to leave in the next five years. Out of the entire population of the whole state, not just New York City. I mean, it's I would normally guess very low, right? I would think it was what ten percent, five percent. Yeah, five percent. That's that's that would be high for a state. Yeah, twenty-seven <laughs> percent, almost thirty oh percent are saying they're ready to get out of there. I gotta tell you, 
it's one of the th- reasons why I am for like, you know, we should really kind of gather together because these people are going to come and wreck our states. They're going to come and they're going to vote for all the same progressive things that they've always voted for that wreck their states. Yeah, that we were they people really need to be informed why these problems happen, not e- just that the problem exists, but that why they happen. Either that or we all move to California and then we vote in common sense policies. If all of us moved to California, we'd have all the beachfront, all the forest, all the great vineyards and the, you know, the, the land for farms and everything. And uh, I don't think we'd have the homeless problem. I, I just I, I have a feeling we wouldn't have the homeless problem. Anyway, let me go to a Lynn in Florida. Hello, Lynn. Yes. Hello. I'm so grateful to have the chance to talk Thank you. in the last hour. You said uh, that we tend to respond instead of making our own way. Yes. And I thought that was really profound and that resonated with me because I am a conservative sustainability management college professor. You're the one. (laughs) I'm the one. You once said I must be schizophrenic. Yes. But I teach my students. I teach my students practical sustainability. But like what? What does that that mean? What does that mean? Well, that means not ESG. Uh, that means re- reducing, reducing resource use, saving money, uh, uh, reducing waste, um, uh, finding the, the most innovative solutions that actually work. Right. Uh, so those are the kinds of things that 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 we do. And my students in their capstones uh, save. They do real world capstones with uh, real businesses, and they save them thousands of dollars. So it's great. It, it is. It works. Yeah. So I think I think we need to 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 uh, make our own way instead of responding with the environment and with social justice. I want us to stop responding and find good conservative solutions and common ground because we Americans are the best at innovation. So what is the best way to get this message out? Well, I have to tell you, I I think it is so um, common sense to the conservative that they don't really understand that that's not common sense to a lot of people. You know, common sense implies that it's common and it's it's really not, um, especially when it comes to uh, uh, things like what you're what you're talking about. We are very good at innovation. Um, when our back is against the wall, we're usually at our best. But we have we have somehow or another perverted this, um, and I think it's all due to politics. We've perverted this, and um, we've decided to just all grab on to one solution because it's the state solution, and science says. When <laughs> I think the average person is totally cool with, you know, uh, solar panels, wind power, everything else, if it worked. But it doesn't work yet. It might in the future, but it doesn't work yet. Um, And I think because of the politics involved with it, you have global warming. This is why they're screaming that we have 10 years to live. Um, because they've got to get people just to be so afraid that they don't think. Because if it's a hundred-year problem, which it is, just quantum computing will solve many of these problems. And that's right. That's here now. That's here now. 
true. Uh, nuclear fusion is right on the cusp. Nuclear power is the cleanest that we have. And mm-hmm. if you really cared, you would be going for nuclear power and you'd be making hydrogen at night when the power load is down. I mean, the, the, the answers are simple, which leads you to believe that no one's really looking for answers. And so mm-hmm. I think that um, uh, trying to, to, trying to um, get people to stop living in fear and start looking at um, truth. <laughs> I, mean, that's, I mean, I think that's the only way we make a difference. I agree, too. And I think there's a, there is something to be said about constantly being on defense on so many issues. I think the environment is one of them where a lot of times conservatives are just like, well, we don't think fossil fuels are that bad of a problem. And that doesn't advance anything. I, I think um, one of the, I, the candidate who I think is speaking most clearly and effectively on this right now is Vivek Ramaswamy, who, I, who addresses this really well. And it's important to understand that if we can kind of change the framing of this, constantly the, the environmental debate is about human impact. What is the human impact uh, of, of our policies? where the debate should be about human flourishing. How do we, how do we make uh, the lives of human beings more uh, you know, ex- so, extended and, and, and happy and bountiful? And, and how, do we, how do we make this whole situation better for people? Not how do we make it less bad for the earth, which is like, a, you know, you know it's, a, it's a rock floating through space here. It's not, it's not a person. It's not, they try to make it into this mother earth. It's not actually a mother, right? Like, yes, it's important that we sustain the, you know, the environment and we, we do all these things. We want clean air. We want clear water. Why do we want those things? Because we want our children to be able to breathe and and drink clean things. And, 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 and I think that, I think that's clear when you look at conservative, for instance, hunters, they are the best. Uh, at wildlife preservation and everything else. They care about the balance. We should stop demonizing each other. Um, All right. I want to talk to you about a great deal that's happening right now at MyPillow.com. They are offering right now their their towel set. It comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. Typically, it retails for about 80 bucks. And for a limited time, uh, they have a whole bunch of them that has just been restocked. They're selling them for half price, thirty nine ninety nine. Pr- promo code back fifty percent in savings right now. They're machine washable, very durable. They come in multiple col- colors. To find out and find the offer, you just go to mypillow.com. You click on the radio listener special square. You get fifty percent off this six piece towel set. If you enter my last name, Beck, it's not going to last long. Use the promo code Beck or call 800-966-3117, 800-966-3117, mypillow.com, promo code Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. So what was the reason you did the show like this today? Just taking calls? Um, A, I learned in uh, 2015, 2016, listen to the audience. Um, uh, Second, um, it's weird. So much is going on, but I, 
I didn't know that I had anything to add that was of real value today. I looked at all these things. I could have done three shows on the things that I had prepped, but it just didn't feel right. And I want to listen to the audience. Is that something you think is important going forward? Should we do this more often? Yeah, well, we we've done this. Yeah, have you been around? Have you been listening? Yeah, on and off. We should do it once a week. I think we should. Maybe once every two weeks, but every, especially as things start to get a little crazy in the in the (laughs) primary, because we we always go crazy in primaries. Everybody starts to turn against each other, and that's yeah. You know, I think you know some uh, caller said this early on. You know, we can't have these guys beating each other up, and I think that's true. I don't know what benefit it does for us. No. I know what it does for them. Yeah. I know what it does for politicians and donations and all that crap. Yeah. I don't know what it does for the country. Though. No, there's there's enough to uh, to stand against. We, we should unite as much as we possibly can at this point. See the differences, but know that we're all in this together as one. The Glenn Beck Program.